This is Brian Jodis, and you're listening to the PEFNC Podcast. Brian Jodis back once again for the Parents for Educational Freedom in North Carolina podcast. Hope you are doing well. Grateful that you are joining us for this episode of the PEFNC podcast. And today we're talking empowered parents, but we're also talking people of PEFNC. So it's a bit of a combination of both of those two. And I've got two rock stars joining us and they're part of our parent liaison team. So we've got Jenny, who's down in the Wilmington area. We've got Tanya, who's in the Charlotte area. So ladies, good afternoon to you. Good afternoon. Good afternoon. All right, Tanya, let's start with you. Charlotte area. Uh, yes. Uh, so where are you? Where are you? Where are you today as we're recording this? Because it looks to me, I can see you as we're on a Zoom, right. but it looks to me like you're in a classroom. So where are you? I actually am in my classroom. I stepped out in the hallway in the atrium. So I'm at, I'm actually in Mount Holly at Mountain Island Charter School. So we've got a charter school teacher. Uh, joining us and Tanya as well, part of our parent liaison team. Jenny, part of our parent liaison team as well. Jenny, where are you? I'm actually in Brunswick County, right outside of Wilmington. So in Leland, North Carolina and um, work out of my house, which is great because I can take the time to speak to parents. So we've got this amazing team apparently at at Parents for Educational Freedom that's called our parent liaison team. And we often describe them as the heartbeat of what we do at PEFNC. And so we're a a big state, but a small organization. And, And one of the challenges that comes with that is ensuring that we can be meeting families where they're at, ensuring that we can be serving families across our state to help them navigate their educational choice options. And these two ladies are part of that amazing team. If you heard in a recent episode of the PEFNC podcast, we had Quan Graham on. She's our director of community engagement. I also refer to her as the vice president of WOO at PEFNC. And she's got this awesome team of ladies who are serving families across our state. So Tanya, you've been you've been at this for a while with PFNC. You've been part of this parent liaison team, maybe almost from the jump, if I'm not mistaken. You've been here for a I while. Think, you've been with Quan for yeah. a while. Tell me a little bit about it. I think I've been in the second or third group. So um, I taught Quan's babies, um, Zen and Mason, that we hear about all the time. Mm-hmm. So I've been talking to her about trying to join the team for years. And I've been like, hey, whenever you get an opening, I want to join the team. Hey. So we finally got that nice little crack in the door and mm-hmm. I was able to slide in. And I've been here ever since. This has been wonderful. And I can talk from the aspect of actually being in the building and talking to parents on the other side. Um, and actually in a couple of years, having a rising kindergartner that I'm going to try to, um, he has autism. So I'm definitely going to use one of either the CWD, which that's a program that we offer or the educational savings. So I'm going to take advantage of both those programs um, when he gets to that age where we can. That's beautiful. So you've been able to see it from a few different lenses and different perspectives, just let, as a teacher. And we don't need to talk specifics about what's happening right. at your school specifically, but gosh, what's this last year been like just navigating <sighs> all this stuff? Absolutely crazy. Um, I think across the board for teachers has been very stressful, um, but we've been really rocking out on how we manage classroom with synchronous learning and at times asynchronous learning mm-hmm. um, where we kind of get on at any time just to make sure we're serving students. Um, what's fortunate for me, I will speak to my specific situation is we've been face to face. So it kind of helps some of our kids and I wear a different hat 
as an assistant principal. So some of the kids we bring in on days where we're off to help some of those kids that are struggling online at home. So it's looked kind of different right now, but um, with everything else in the mandate that was just signed, and I'm sure we'll get into that, um, it's about to flip into something completely different in the next couple of days. So it's going to be come back. I want to I ask you about, you've been able to engage with so many families across our state throughout the years, help them navigate their educational choice options. I'm going to give you a few minutes to think about some because I want to hear a few success stories. All right. So log a few Absolutely. success stories and we're going to talk to Jenny a little bit as well. Tell Absolutely. Amazing perspective. Jenny, Thank you. what's so neat about having you a part of this parent liaison team is, is how we got you, how, how we got to know each right. other. So what happened? <laughs> how did Jenny Copeland and PFNC get to know each other? Right. So um, PEFNC was down in Wilmington giving an educational seminar um, or session on school choice. And um, I heard about it through the school that my son was attending at the time. And so I went to listen and I was so excited to know about the state funded grants. Um, found out that I did not qualify. Um, I do have two children with special needs, but they do not have an active IEP. So I still, at the end of the seminar, when I asked different PFNC members, how can I help? Because I know so many families um, in Brunswick County that could desperately use this opportunity. Um, working with parents already with the Brunswick County Autism Society. And I also at the time was a teacher assistant uh, in a severe profound class. So um, I was excited to hear about it. And even if it was just me spreading the word, um, without PEFNC, I just wanted to help as many families as I could. There's so many amazing uh, things that came out of that meeting. Top of that list, though, you being able to join the team. We're so grateful for the way that the stars aligned for us on that night to be able to make that happen and, and to see you pour your heart into this work over the last few years since that has been amazing from our perspective. All right. So now I'm going to come back to Tanya while I'm talking to her, Jenny. I want you mm -hmm. to be thinking about a success story, a story that you can share about uh, parents or families you've helped. All right, so Tanya, coming back to you, you've been involved in this thing for a couple of years now. You've been able to talk to yeah. so many families as they've been navigating these waters. Share with us something that, some success stories from along your journeys. Well, I have so many, but there was one in particular that I had a parent who um, just she, we were in a renewal phase and she actually forgot to renew um, her scholarship. And with the help of Quan and actually Jenny jumped in on it. We had a couple of people jumping on this lady and she was able to um, email Opportunity Scholarship and she got her scholarship. This was the only way she was able to get her child back into the school. And it was a mere oversight. It was during the time when they weren't allowing them to renew on their phones, mm -hmm. which thank yep. God. Yep. Um, they allow now but she had technology issues i mean it was to the point where we were at the library with her and it, yeah. and it, it's just she was like i'm on the phone i'm at the library what do i need to do and we were step-by-step -step instruction and those are the success stories of my child wouldn't be where they are my child was bullied for years now they're in private school they're getting that one-on-one -on -one that they need this is the least restrictive environment for my babies these are the success stories that we're hearing so we want to make sure that we stay in place and we're that beacon for them because they rely on these scholarships and they rely on the fact that we 
SPLs work hard to make sure they do every step and make sure they do everything that they need to get those kids to either stay in the private school that they're currently in or even to get um, awarded for the first time, which those are the best phone calls ever. Mm -hmm. Um, When they get the award and you hear the screams and you hear the thank you so much and even the tears um, from the parents that are so grateful that in some cases cover their whole tuition. Um, Mm -hmm. So that is the reward that we get out of this is nothing more than to hear a parent just be so thankful and grateful for a new education plan for their child. If you go to PEFNC.org and on the very top menu, you see the team there, right? If you scroll on top of that, you can see parent liaison team. I would encourage you to go visit our website, PEFNC.org under the team tab, parent liaison team. We've got ways for you to learn more about the great work they're doing. If you feel so moved and we'd be grateful, we've got ways for you to support the parent liaison team. Financial resources help us ensure that we can reach more families across our state. So I'd encourage you to go take a look at that as well. And you can then just see the beautiful faces of this awesome team that we have assembled here. All right, Jenny. Tell me something. Give us something good, right? Tell me something that some of the work you've done along the way that's helped the family. Give us a great success story. Um, The story that I will never forget is I spoke with a mother um, who looked into school choice. So she was a new lead for us. And um, when I talked to her, she explained to me that her house had just burnt down. Her children were not, I'm going to cry, her children were not getting the education that they needed in the environment that they were in. They just lost their home. They were living out of a hotel. And when I was able to call this parent and let her know that she had been awarded the opportunity scholarship for her children, we just cried together. I mean, there were, I still cry thinking Mm -hmm. of this parent because she said specifically to me, she said, this is now the one good thing in my life is knowing that my children will get the education that they need. And to know that families, you know, lives sometimes turn upside down and this gives the parents hope for what they do for their children that is what motivates me. And this mom, I ended up giving her my cell phone number. <laughs> um, you know, I was like, call me anytime that you need anything. Um, and she had expected to live out of a hotel for at least a year. Um, so the fact that her children were able to go, you know, I made some recommendations to her regarding ask about uniforms at the school. If there's a used closet, that will save Mm -hmm. you money. Um, Ask about other grants that are out there, not necessarily part of the state funded grants. Um, And just to be able to help this parent navigate other resources that might help her, you know, funds through the school, if they would allow her to do a 12 month payment plan versus a 10 month. I just, I was touched by this parent and I still cry thinking about this parent. Um, she just put a special place in my heart and we had hours of conversations just to celebrate mm-hmm. where she was at. It's incredible. You know, the opportunity scholarship program, 
currently serving over 15,000 students across our state, Disabilities Grant ESA, probably about another 2,000 students. So if you think about it, there's 17,000 students across our state, give or take, that are benefiting from a scholarship like this. And Tanya, I mean, every single one of them is a story. Every single one of them yes. is connected to a family. That's a story. Absolutely. That's Absolutely. And that's what we learned, um, that everybody has a special case for why they're doing this. And it could be anything from better education. It could be anything from their own story, them going to private school, and they just want that same opportunity for their kids. I think Jenny touches the CWD and the ESA parents more. And just knowing you know, sometimes I touch those parents where I'm like, hey, if your kid has IEP, you can get this too. And they have no idea. And something as simple as me, um, I went for my son's evaluation at the autistic office actually last Monday. And she was a doctor who's over disability service, behavioral problems, disability services. No idea this program existed. Mm -hmm. So I gave her my phone number, I gave her the email. I said, give these to your parents. Any parent to come in for an evaluation, let them know their child is eligible for this. This is what you can use it for. And just simple things like that. The doctor had no idea. Mm -hmm. And she gave me a list of resources. And then I was in turn able to give her a list of resources that will benefit parents financially. And that's where she said um, a lot of her parents lose out on the help for their kids because they can't afford OT services. They can't afford speech. And our programs pay for that. And those are things that parents have no idea. So on a grand scale, they have no knowledge of what's going on. And that's what we're here for. That's exactly right. That's what we're here for. We're here to help them navigate that. But then also, if you guys are listening at home, let's sing it to the hilltops. Let's let everybody know what kind of programs are available. I mean, especially now more than ever, I've found in just having conversations with people I know, even around town, hearing what people are saying, boy, we, we're, you know, we might be looking for something different. And then the moment they say, you know, my students got an IEP or I even asked, do you have an IEP? Mm -hmm. Yes. Well, did you know that there are two grants that help students be able to get access to some state sponsored scholarships? Exactly. I don't know. Right. And then I'm, I'm, I'm texting Quan. Quan, can you talk to my friend? So-and-so, <laughs> right. And then we're able to help people that way. It's, it is a yep. beautiful, uh, gift and beautiful resources. And what happens here is these resources that are available, are then able to help those families find the school that's the right fit for them, give them equal access to the school of their choice. That's all that is happening throughout this in incredibly powerful work. I am so grateful for you two for coming on, sharing your stories a little bit. Again, pefnc.org, right under the team tab, you can see our parent liaison team. Get to know them, get to meet them, find out what we're doing. If you want to support them in their efforts, we'd be grateful as well. Tanya, thank you so much. Of course, anytime. Jenny, thank you so much. Thank you, Brian. These two are awesome. And we got more like them. And we're going to introduce you to more of our parent liaisons as we go. I'm Brian Jodas. This has been the PEFNC Podcast.